Hello. <laughs> what is up? What is up, everybody? This is Carmine Davis. You are listening to The Carmine Davis Show once again this week. And now, if you're one of those casual listeners... They say that a quarter of listeners of a podcast are followers. The other people are just um, nosy. Like they, you listen to every show every week, but you do not subscribe. I don't get that thought process because over a quarter of y'all have subscribed weekly. Um, and it's rising, but only some of y'all, it's like, I have way, it's weird. You're creeping. If you are creeping, if you're one of those creepers, just go ahead and listen. Let's make it official. Go, you know, little Mo, smash that subscribe button. Smash it. Follow, subscribe, comment, rate this podcast. Um... We do good work around here. I I do really, really great work. And this is my favorite part of the week. I want to share it with you. I'm not judging you. You know, you're not a stalker. You're not a stan or a fan. If you subscribe, you're showing support. But anyway, how was your week? My week was uh, pretty cool. Um, I am, of course, in some weird entanglement as usual. But there is... Uh, I see a way out of my situationship. <laughs> it's like right there. And like, I'm like, okay, if I could just, you know how you want to break up with somebody or you want to cut somebody off, but like, you know, can't girl cause it dick too bomb. Like, you know, or there's always some passion or you just haven't found anyone else to take their place. That's usually me. That's probably very toxic to think that way. But like, you know, I am the type of person who do not, I don't want to see you every day. I don't want to see you every week. I probably want to see you twice a week. Let's, you know, go eat. um, Let's go drink, hang out, have a good time and fool around. And I'll see you when I see you. So that kind of always gets me in trouble. Either when I want to hang out with you a third day or, you know, a fourth day. People are always like, why? You know, well, I, 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 you know, I didn't think you took me very seriously. And, you know, blah, 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 blah. I just feel like I, sorry, I'm moisturizing my hands with this. That's a lot. You know, my favorite cocoa butter, Vaseline. So excuse me. Getting these knees. I just got out the shower. But anyway, like to me. I think it's, it's, or they think that, you know, oh, I didn't, you didn't take me seriously. Um, so I'm talking to someone else and this particular person is going back to this. Um, I won't, I won't tell too much details, but they are back to someone who, sorry, getting these ashy ass elbows. Um, they're back with someone who they have kind of been with before. They had a situation shift. They were together for years, actually. So we're kind of in a weird spot. Um, I can't tell you to drop your old faithful because I'm not faithful to you. Like I, I, <laughs> and it don't be nobody else that be getting my attention. I, I don't have like a bunch of people lined up like that. I just, 
it's me. It's my dogs. It's my life. It's I've got shit to do. I don't want to. I'm nobody's main nothing right now. Like I'm just I'm just not one. I don't think people. You know, if you want to be me, you want to be my man, you have to be supportive of me. You have to help me make all my goals a reality. And I will do the same for you, you know, share our resource. And I don't think people are ready for that. I don't, I'm no fool. So I'm very independent. I have to do my own thing. I have to be free. In order for me to be free, I can't be distracted. Thus seeing you once a week, twice a week. But if you are, if you put your bid in and make it worth, you know, not just money, you know what I mean? Like time, effort, understanding, all those things. If you don't have all those things, I don't waste my time. But anyway, you know, it's good to know that I'm not the only person having problems this week. Cardi went ahead and signed those papers. Which I saw coming, you know what I mean? Like it, I, 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 the Cardi, Cardi B. If you don't know, um, our first segment is always hot topics, and this one is brought to you by LoveBeScott.com. Hey, over there, LoveBeScott, um, Cardi B, um, is filed for divorce. If you've been living under a rock, and apparently she looked past all of the offsets flagrant as infidelity because of culture. All right. So let's jump jump it back, jump it back, jump it back. Okay. So, hmm. What could we say that has not been said about Cardi and offset? One, I was rooting for them. I think we were all rooting for them at one point. Um, and I'll tell you why, but I'm going to read the whole shebang we all know that they got um a divorce i mean or cardi b filed for divorce against offset so here's some more details about it cardi b reportedly looked past offsets infidelity ahead of divorce because of the baby cardi b filed for divorce from husband offset after three years of marriage at an atlanta courthouse on tuesday reportedly after finding out he cheated on her again Further rumors suggest he actually impregnated a stripper but those rumors are unverified um, this, of course, is from lovebeastguy.com. Offset has pretty much cheated the entire time they've been together, but Cardi looked often past it because of the baby. A source tells people of the couple who share a two-year-old daughter culture. She also didn't want to be embarrassed, but she's had enough. Whereas for Cardi B and Offset did not immediately respond to the request for comment. Um, Cardi B and Offset split follows previous accusations of Offset's infidelity. In January 2018, Cardi outwardly confirmed Offset was at the center of a sex tape cheating scandal after rumors of a video and alleged a liaison with another woman surfaced in December 2017, three months after the couple had secretly tied the knot. Um... People seem to be kind of not surprised, surprised. I I thought that I knew Cardi. It would, the thing about Cardi, I feel like what we're realizing is Cardi is growing up. You know, I think people forget that Cardi is 20 something. You know, she is not even I don't think is Cardi 25. Um, I don't I, Cardi is. 
let's Google. Let's go to the Googler. Okay, Cardi's. That's crazy that um I see her net worth before I see her age. Um, she's 27, so she is a little bit older than me. Um, so <laughs> but Cardi's 27 years old, so she's very young. Um, I don't I believe she has, she's been famous for what uh, like this long. I think all this was so new to her. She, even if you notice everything about Cardi, she's about loyalty. Everybody in her team, and the last year when we saw her kind of take a break from music, you kind of saw if you pay attention, a lot of people in her team kind of were replaced, um, put to the side. And shifted around a little bit. Things kind of shook up a little bit in the Cardi camp. People who were there were not there before that were there before are not there anymore. And these are people who she had a loyalty to. But I think one thing about as you in your 20s, you know, you learn that loyalty doesn't always equal um Loyalty is not always warranted. That's something I had to learn in my, my 20s too. You think because one person has been there for you when you were down looking crazy, they were there for that one moment that you have to be loyal to them to the end. Um, despite their mistreatment of you, despite them embarrassing you, despite them, their, their, them putting seeds in your head of negativity or making you feel some type of way. You feel like you have to stay with them. As you grow into something else, you know, these are the people that you have to hold down. You always have to reach back to them because they they bought you Burger King one time when you were broke, you know, 20 years ago. So now they get to eat steak and shrimp with you, which ideally is um, true. You know what I mean? You you would want, that's what you would want, but everybody, it was nothing for them to buy you Burger King because they just needed someone to go with. But when it came to the steak and shrimp, they don't appreciate it because you're the one buying them steak and shrimp. Does that make any sense? Like, so I feel like that's kind of the similar situation between her and her team and a lot of her friends. And that's the situation with Offset. I think it was cool for Offset to deal with her when she was that bitch from Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Who got a kind of a hit, but Cardi became her own thing. She bigger, if bigger than Offset, you know, Cardi is, she's damn near a politician now. Like I told my best friend Sinclair, like she's a politician. She took that year off and you could tell when she came back with WAP, if she was about her business, she's got her head on um tighter than before she understands her brand you could tell and the motherhood kind of made her look at things differently i see her in interviews a lot too it's not the same fire like hot-headedness it's a business mindset there's a growth and 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 she's aged and i could see how maybe one day she looked at everyone around her and was like no and I think one day she was looking at Offset and it didn't make any sense anymore. I think she proved her point. I think she she knew she, this was it. You ever look at someone who did you so wrong forever 
Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and you held them down. A lot of people, especially women of color, tend to ride with a man through it all. He's drug. He's embarrassed you. He slept with your best friend. He slept with your mama. He slept with your sister. Slept with that bitch that your job. He, um, he's used your money. He's, you know, been in and out of jail. And, you know, hell, even like I think men, even myself, there. I literally like an old ex that I have been talking to since I was a kid. Like I was, that was my first, um, not to make it about me, but this was the first kind of guy close to my age. Well, he was older than me, but that ever hit on me before I even kind of knew my sexuality or anything. I had never been hit on. I wouldn't hit on that. I could was a parent. He was older. He was out of high school. We were in a small town. I'm from Pearl, Mississippi. So I kind of kept in touch with him as I grew into my sexuality, grew into uh, adulthood, grew into who I became or who I am becoming. I kind of grew up and this person was a constant there for me. And this person was in and out of jail. This person was in and out of bad situations, Um, older than me. Like I said, he probably was, (laughs) this might sound inappropriate and it is inappropriate saying it out loud, but he was very much older than me. I haven't been to my hometown since I was 17, 18. No, 19, 18. Um, I met this guy when I was 14. He might have been 18 at that time. 17, 18. Right? Yeah. He was of age, I think. I mean, he was he was an adult almost. But he was still in high school, if that makes any sense. Um, which was inappropriate. I was in junior high, I think. And it was friendly at first. We didn't sleep together like almost ever, like ever until I was in college. And because I had no idea like anything about my sexuality. I thought he was so weird, but he was nice to me. He was friendly. He actually kind of talked to one of my friends, girlfriends, like he was had a relationship with one of my girlfriends that I hung out with and at high school. So I was just like, what's this big deal? But we always talked, we were friendly and um, whatever. So recently we've talked for decades, like is, that was almost 10, plus, 10 years ago, 10, 11 years ago when we met. And he was horrible. He's become horrible, but I, kind of stayed in contact with him through through obli- at first it was because we we were he was my friend um the first person who hit on me the first person who told me how sexy I was when I became of age when I came back to came back to the city and Pearl and Jackson from college and you know would tell me how fine I had gotten or you know this that and the third or you know it was in my first street boyfriend, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was a goody two-shoes growing up. So I I know what it... And you, you know, 10 years, you kind of... you We all have that ex. You know what I'm saying? Like, that person that we stayed with or that partner or that, you know, that we stayed with because of obligation. Um, I can't relate to having a child, but I would know what it's like to be loyal to someone who you should... This person was very abusive at... Maybe it was great for four years. He started going in and out of jail, getting in trouble um, at school and at in like life, in and out of jail, in and out, in and out. And I would always, 
I'd be his phone calls when he was in jail. I I looked out. I was in school, you know, he would come to Hattiesburg and, you know, we would hang out and all this, that, and the third and looked out for him because I felt like he looked out for me. I had a weird obligation to him for being patient with me as well. Like he was patient while I was trying to figure it out and vice versa. But we had a weird conversation. And then the conversations began to be more violent. Um, We began to, he would always like scream at me, you know, like all of a sudden, you know, bitch, you moved to Atlanta or, you know, you think you all that now and I'm fucking, you know, out here starving and I'm out here doing this, that, and the third and you think you're the shit, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I would listen. I would sit back and kind of, you know what I mean? But one day when you look at this person, you know, you, you really do think that I have a lot of people like that in my life, actually, who I take a lot of shit from because at one point they had always been there for me. They knew me when I didn't look like this. They knew me when I didn't have any of this or anything, you know? So you stick with them. And so I understand Cardi, even with her friends, the friends that she's kind of cut off. I get it. And one day you just look up and, you know, she's at that age where she's about to get to her return to Saturn, you know, the 28, 27, all that, you know, when you start to analyze your life and you go back to your childhood, um, you start to look at who you are and, and what you don't want. Those dreams that you thought about when you were a kid are resurfacing. Your the way you looked at yourself before the world told you who you were. And I don't think Cardi at all ever saw herself being with someone who she was just as good at as. I think she started to look at him and and see like, I'm just as good as you. I've been loyal to you. I deserve that. Why should you be the one getting all the loyalty and being able to do what you want to do? I look crazy. This isn't where I want my daughter to be. And I think we all have those moments, whether it's you look at that, your partner one day and you're in the car and y'all are arguing and you just like, it starts like that. Like, why are we even arguing? You know what I'm saying? Or it it, it starts with, um, it dawns on you. Like, for me, it's always, would I allow my friend to be in this situation? Like, what would I tell my best friend? And then you realize, like, I'm not just, I'm just as good as you, if not better. Like, I could do better on my own. On my own. And you realize you have been doing better on your own. The day on like the days that this person's not around are the best days. You know what I'm saying? Like you stop caring who you hear this person is with. You could care less. Take them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hope she I hope he never comes back. And then you realize like you don't owe these motherfuckers a bitch ass thing. Your debt has been paid. I'm good. And I hate hearing about Cardi. I have such a love for Cardi because she's so relatable. But I'm happy that Cardi sees herself as enough to get away from anybody and anything who, because that man has embarrassed her. 
And a lot of women of color tend to deal with a lot of shit. A lot of women, period. People, period. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but specifically, I'm. this is like I say all the time, I'm talking to the women of color. And they tend to stay with it down for a nigga and hold them down. Because you feel like you have to. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you you fighting bitches and, and putting hit out on bitches, you know. But in reality, then he's, he, 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 that he's in another bitch's inbox. And you realize, like, you don't, you take a pause and you're like, is this a me thing or a him thing? I don't know. I think people should have more of a new lease and limit to the things and the abuse that they tolerate. They tolerate. Because a lot of people... Take a lot and you think it's not as easy as you think, you know, getting out of this is not as easy, but it's not that hard either. And I'm glad that Cardi woke up because it's your Cardi B. You know what I'm saying? That might be offset, but you are Cardi B. And that might not mean anything to the average listener, but when you come from nothing, your dream is to have a made nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you... And someone who you went into the trenches with and got money with, you had a baby with, you have a house in Atlanta. Like, these are your dreams, especially when you have nothing growing up. And you're going to get that no matter what. No bitch is going to come between you and your family. But then you realize, like, I'm out here working for this. This is my child just as much as it's his. I could have... Sure, like, I could have done it without you or, I, you know, it doesn't matter. That was the past. I don't want to do it another day. And that's okay. Hmm. Congrats, Cardi. And I'm sorry, Offset. I actually like Offset as a rapper, as a person, as a business person. But Offset is a pig. I should have mentioned him last week. It's a lot of y'all out there because, you know, I'm a black man. You know, like, oh, I'm a black man in America. You got to understand, you know, uh, you know, it's just these just bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a lot of that going on. And it's time for some accountability. And start treating your queens well while you have them and stop allowing them to be a memory. And I feel like at the same time as women and people, period, you've got to stop. We've got to stop allowing people to mistreat us the way. Why? (sighs) Anyway, so let's go into our artist (laughs) That was a lot. Okay, so the second segment is always the artist spotlight. And this week, I wanted to do a little something different. Like, I always sometimes spotlight an artist, spotlight an artist concept, or spotlight an event. Um, I could go on and on about this artist, but I don't think I have... That would take... There are artists that you can spotlight in like 10 or 15 minutes. And then there are artists that you create podcasts for. So the concept here is different. Okay, so I want to talk about the news that Madonna is doing her own biopic. But she's directing it and having a um, the Academy Award winning screenplay writer Diablo Cody write for it. And I think this is the best idea ever. I think Madonna, this is, she's that artist that this could turn into a feature film. 
and we will all go see it. And I think she has such a story to tell that I think will be so compelling, so interesting. I'm all for it. And this is what I want from a Madonna film. I don't want... I know the thing what I love about Madonna is I feel like there will not be any fluff. Like my biggest argument about a lot of biopics is one that they always wait until the person is dead to do the biopic. And if they and, and either way, if they're dead or alive, they have people involved that have nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Or they just write this weird story that makes them come out like smelling like roses. It's not really in depth as you would like. It's very surface, very, um, I don't know. I feel like Madonna would give us the grit. I feel like Madonna has, will, is not afraid. She loves controversy, so she will. She's going to show those moments of her being homeless, her being raped at in New York and being so ambitious that she would, she took a shower, she wiped it off and went to, she pushed harder because she was, Madonna is an animal. You don't, like, she's sort of literally like a lion. Like nothing can stop this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like she, I, she's, that's another reason why I loved her so much is because she was, she's a, she's an entity. And Madonna's story will be something that I think people will identify with. It could be a cautionary tale. It could be um, kind of like a how-to, how to be a bad bitch. Her music is that way. I, I would love to see Madonna. I'm sorry, my girls are snoring. We went of course on our daily little walk through the hills but we did like two hours today so they are out if you hear snoring it's the babies but anyway my doggies but anyway so I think Madonna would have such I don't know I feel like it'd be such a good film it won't have any of that corniness I feel like it was going to be really really good I want to see um who do I want to I feel like her daughter would be the only person who could play her but I want to I want someone who, no, scrap Lourdes. Like, I don't think Lourdes would be a really good, really good fit to play her mom. I want some new, young, I, and I want her to look like Madonna used to look and kind of grow into her beauty. Like, Madonna was not the pretty girl. That's one thing I also loved about Madonna, too, is that she was not the glamazon that she is today or you know she was a real detroit girl who did not shave her underarms did not shave her legs she maybe smelled like bo you know she had crazy teeth her makeup was everywhere she did not give a shit she wanted to be a star she wanted to take over the world because she had nothing to lose everything to gain and i think i want someone to embody that like an unknown i can't don't don't put some pretty bitch in this place. Like I want I want the teeth, Madonna. I want the big nose, Madonna. And I want them to grow and how she became a fashion icon, how she became a cultural icon, how she became a a lightning rod um for controversy and scandal. 
I want the details. I want the drugs. I want the sex. I want, and most importantly, I want the music. I think this is going to be big. I think it could be like up there with like the Aretha Franklin film. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I want this to be a big deal. It could be huge. And the great thing about it is Madonna is alive. So she could literally reap the benefits of it. She's like one of the only artists. I think the only person who could really do like a motion picture film that is not dead is, um, I, I would say Mariah, um, Janet. I think we Janet could get some bitches in some seats. Um, there are a lot of male artists too. I think people would love to see, but Madonna is a Madonna. Do you know? I think people forget like how important this lady is. She created a not only just a soundscape, but she created a whole. Lane, like not a genre, a pop queen, like pop divas. They had Tiffany and all those girls before her, but she took that and showed you bitches how to go across. I want that. I want that, Madonna. I want I want to have I want to talk about the Pepsi thing. I want her to have her crazy viewpoints on black men. Like I I love that Madonna. When I go back and read like the sex book Madonna, I want to hear her the Madonna that was at the the bathhouses. I want I'm saying it would have to be it'd have to be like two or three hours. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want it in theaters. It's gonna be compelling. I think her story would really, really resonate with a lot of people. It would be jarring. I think it would be um, touching. Um, still very pro woman. I, I don't know. I think, especially right now in this feminist, she was the she was that that femme fatale. You know, who was growing into her own. I just love Madonna. Who who was taught she was prickly because she had to survive, and then. She had to let it go because she had kids. But then there's also that part of her that still will, will cut anybody down for a nickel. You know, she would not, you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of girl. But now this nickel is like $500 million. You know what I mean? Like someone who's been there and done that, literally, she could say she's done everything. We don't have a lot of women like that. I think the other per person who has been everything to everybody at one point is... I can't think of anybody. <laughs> you know, we could argue Janet, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to be the same. I love Janet, but I think someone who has been, because Janet has always been a favorite until she wasn't. And, but Madonna has literally, we hated her. We loved her. We hated her. We loved her. We adored her. She's at the top again. We wanted to bury Madonna at one point. We wanted to be her. We wanted to stay away from her. She was a cautionary tale. She was also a, a tale of true success. She's an American dream. You know, most people tend to be like Janet was likable all until the nipple gate, which, you know, we talked about that on the first episode, Poetic Justice. Go ahead and if you haven't streamed that one, because I have some 
listen to it. But I don't know. I can't. I think this is going to be amazing. I don't want Lifetime to get involved. I don't want MTV or anybody. I want this to be a December Christmas movie. And I want it to be a thing. I want a budget. I want, because it's Madonna. It's fucking Madonna. Especially right now, where she is the story of so many women now. Where we're lifting this shield. Like, women are not apologizing for being tough. I think it's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be really, 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 really amazing. I just hope she, I hope she finds the right people. But anyway, I'm, as if you can tell, if you can't tell, I'm excited about this. <laughs> I love Madonna, but I love the story of Madonna more than anything. And I think the music is just going to be every fucking thing. I think seeing her record Vogue and seeing her uh, in the video doing Justify My Love and her in the disco clubs and then coming back around at 40 doing Hung Up and I want to talk about, I want her to be in ice baths trying to, you know, her bra spitting out blood and, you know, crying. I want it all. I want it all. Give it to me. 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 But anyway, that's my Madonna thing. Anyway, let's move on. The third segment is always love, relationship, and sex. We talk about all what kind of shit. You know, I'm pretty transparent about these kind of things. And this week, of course, we go back to Cosmopolitan.com. Thank you so much, Cosmopolitan.com, for giving us such great... Great, 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 great stories to work with. 33 things we're all thinking while watching porn with a partner. This is going to be good. Okay, so first of all, I don't really like to watch porn with a partner. I used to... I have this weird thing where if I don't get you aroused or if you're not aroused, like, at the door, I'm we're probably not going to do it. <laughs> but I have, like, before, when I was, like, in college or younger, you know, when I first started having sex or whatever, there were especially a lot of, like, DL guys like to, like, to have porn playing. I think a lot of it is, like, you know, mostly straight porn. They want to you to, to validate their sexuality uh, whatever. They like to have like straight porn playing and then all of a sudden like why you're not watching it. You know, but anyway, they want you to to respect the, I don't know. I don't know what that all is, but 33 thoughts. <laughs> um 33 thoughts. <laughs> Sorry my mind, I started flashing back. But any who's any who's there. 33 things we're all thinking while watching porn with a partner. One. Okay, here we go. We're watching porn together. <laughs> Two, are you bored? You look bored. Now I'm self-conscious. I will watch boring porn. Do I? Is this too tame? Is this too vanilla for you? Three, I should have let them pick. They probably watch better porn than I do. Or four, no, this is good. I'm showing them what I want in bed. 
I've accepted that. I, 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 I can promise you, I don't want that. Six. This isn't as sexy as I thought it was going to be. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm awkwardly watching a sex scene with my parents. <laughs> Seven. Do we have to try that position? You know, I'm not that flexible. Eight. I have to pee. Well, if I pause the video, that'd be weird, but I don't want to make them watch it alone. So forget it. Number nine, forget it. I can hold it up till we are done. Ten, I have to say this is a great inspiration for Dirty Talk. I got to start taking notes. Eleven, We are we supposed to be naked already or am I being too eager? Twelve, wow, they are, they are really going at it. I wish I had that stamina. 13, am I staring too hard? Maybe I should look away for a second so I don't look like a perv. 14, I'll get up and stretch. That way I won't look so invested. 15, why did I just do that? Who stretches their hamstrings while watching porn? 16, I don't think they have even noticed. Their eyes haven't left the screen. Um, ooh, um, okay. 17, which doesn't make me feel super great. Like, hi, hello, I'm right next to you. 18, I'm actually getting jealous of a porn star. This is embarrassing. 19, take a deep breath. It's just porn. <laughs> 20, to be fair, they could be paying a bit more attention to me. 21, oh my God, I've never seen that move before. 22, is she okay? It looks like she just fractured her spine. 23, wow, we're like nine minutes into this and we're both still clothed. Are we doing this right? 24, that's it. No more waiting around. I'm making a move. 25, we are having sex. While we watch other people have sex. Okay. 26, should I turn the volume down? All that fake moaning is taking me out of the moment. 20, 27, seriously, I can't hear myself think over all the sex happening on screen. I'm turning it off. 28, now it's uncomfortably quiet. I'm turning it back on. 29, are we all supposed to finish at the same time? Logically, that seems impossible. 30, I think if I time it just right, no, that's ridiculous. I'm an adult and I will orgasm when I'm good and ready. 31, that was actually fun. We should do this more often, but not too often. I'm still kind of jealous from earlier. 32, you know, now that I think about it, choosing a threesome to watch may have been a bold choice for first time i'm not ready for one i hope that wasn't misleading 33 was it misleading <laughs> that was sarah <laughs> that was sarah valipio um she's a stand-up comedian and a writer living in chicago and she wrote that for cosmopolitan.com and that was perfect that was so perfect i you know watching porn i don't know to me with your partner is very interesting i think it's I don't know, but I don't like to wait that long. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like, I don't know. I'd rather watch like a TV show. <laughs> like like normally there's like living single playing and I'm trying to act all casual and stuff like that. But sometimes I feel like the partner that I'm with, especially this one in particular that I was used to fool around with for years, he's from like the Virgin Islands. And he was just like, you know, we were watching it and we were smoking or whatever. And he was just like, you know, turn that shit off. And I'm like, do you not like watching TV? And he was like, I don't like watching six episodes. <laughs> so, you know, needless to say, you know, 
I don't watch TV or porn with him at all. But I do think that some people, it is a good icebreaker, especially when you're really shy. You know, like some people act like they forgot why they came when they came <laughs> before they came. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's, it's, you know, porn playing immediately when you come into the room. I think it kind of gives you that unspoken, like, oh, we're about to, we're about to fuck fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, but I feel like, I guess me turning on, having full house playing when you come over is probably not the best foreplay in the world but what do I know anyway do you watch porn with your partner like do y'all is it like um some people is it like a a main thing I know some people who just watch porn with their partner like it's nothing like it's like watching it like it's watching scandal or some shit like that like do you watch porn tweet me I want to hear about it let me know tweet me at Carmine Davis or Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis show, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis, or email me at show at Carmine Davis.com or Carmine Davis show at gmail.com. I want to know. I feel like I have such an unusual sex life when I'm talking to you guys, like online or through email. Like, I think it's so weird. Like, how are y'all doing this stuff? Or then I turn around and I realize that my sex life isn't that great. Like, who the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck does this shit? Like, you know what I mean? But anyway, that's our show. This was fun, as usual. Um, Next week, I have a very important announcement. And you'll see it. I don't like to talk about it. I like to be about it. You know, I've been talking about certain projects that I've been working on. But next week, I got it for y'all. So I got something special for y'all next week. So tune in next week. Again, this is Karma Ein Davis. And this is the Carmine Davis Show. And thank you for listening. Follow, subscribe, like, comment, rate this show. And I will see y'all next week with a very um, important announcement. Thank y'all so very much. And be safe. God bless you.